Yo, welcome to another episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast. My name is Brav and I am here with Don doing stuff. What's doing? doing? All the way in London, Tam. That's blazing. You're listening to the Cheat Coders Podcast. Yo, 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 yo. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Nats Blazing. I'm here with my usual suspects. We got, we got Brad. Wait, 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 wait. Hey. We got all the way from Sydney town. We got my man, Brad. Hey. Hey. Yep. And all the way, also in Sydney town. We got my boy, Don. Valix. What's doing? Oh, shit. And what episode number in? is this, Nats? Oh, shit. It's one of them. It's in the 20s. 120s. Hey. Ooh. 122. 122. Oh, yeah. 22s. 22. Hey, episode number 122. Welcome to the show. We are here. We have the energy. I think Nats is the source of energy that we needed for this Sunday afternoon at the winter time. I think it's because it's summer over there and winter over here yeah, that the energy has shifted to the other heat. side of the world. You bring in the heat while it's ice cold <laughs> over here, ice cold Absolutely. in the veins. So <laughs> shout outs to you for introducing the podcast because you had the right All energy. Right, um, Thanks, and today we're going to be going through a lot of shit today. Mm. Today we got questions cheat mail from you guys we want you to be interactive with us mm. so keep bringing in your questions we also got don with his improvisation game that yeah. he'll present to nats and i i'll be talking well, yeah. about music videos as well and the evolution of music videos and how in, how it's important maybe it's just a little you know self-promotion there as well and then we also have nats with another segment that we don't know yet he's keeping it as a surprise yes yeah, <laughs> and then we have guests and we also have guests today we have two r&b singers they dropped a song today i mean like last week it goes and they the artists are rennie rennie synth and melchior so we're gonna have them on the show and it's gonna be good it's gonna be a good show i got a good feeling about this you know what I, I have a good 22s. feeling about this episode hey we should play the play um, the Jay-Z track as well um, <laughs> <laughs> we just play everything with 22s in there <laughs> what other songs with 20 what other songs we got a little uh, we could play, play some Rick Ross as well Jay-Z um, oh. 22s <laughs> hey, so let's start off with the cheat mail so this is the part of the show where we you know we get you to give us just things Send to us. talk about all the listeners out all there. the listeners out there whether yeah. it be you be asking questions on our instagram our facebook our social media yeah this is your chance to be a part of the show mm. you know we we encourage you to give us voicemails as well we haven't got some yep. yet but we do encourage you to add some little spice to it by giving us a little voicemail but for now Thank we'll you. just deal with some questions mm. so the first question is what advice would you give to a, a person or people who want to start a podcast? So we've been doing this for like 122, 22 motherfuckers. And <laughs> we, are. we are here really feel we, we You can say that we're veterans at this or probably like, um, I mean, not veterans, more so not amateurs. We do this. We, we like, do this. We we, do this. We've like, been doing this for, for a good we minute. Can say we yeah, we, we've been doing this. We've got experience. Good. Like if we had a resume. 
you know, it's hard to it's hard to ignore our resume <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. So, what advice I would agree. you give to someone who's starting a podcast, episode one in their part? What advice would you give before they could actually start that episode? Mm. I'll go. I'll, I'll, I can go. I've been given advice. I want to give a shout out to my my young protege, Lise. She just started a podcast. Hey. I think she's she recorded one yesterday. Um, she's in London as well. And um, just a few pointers I, I've I've uh, mentioned is I think the the one one of the rookie mistakes and me and Raph actually didn't do this, but I see it happening a lot. Um, not to overthink it because sometimes when you over overanalyze, overthink, and try to do too much. You kind of, um, the, the, the beginning should be where you're finding yourself. Like, you know, you could have a, a basic plan where you want to go, like the topic, the niche that you want to go ahead, but kind of give it some room to free flow because that's the best way you learn. Like it took us, I'd say 50 episodes, like a solid 50. <laughs> we finally got done in the, the group. We, we figured out what we actually talk about because our first episode with Raf, I listened to it the other day. We're just talking shit in a car literally like talking like as mates <laughs> and eventually we found what we could provide like what we can give uh to the people um you know what we can offer to our listeners mm. for them to that's actually yeah, that, that's, that's good one advice. but that's one but you know you guys take it away there's pr- plenty more plenty more we, we we do have expertise in this just think about it now there's so many things we can offer to mm. you know we should do a podcast episode talking about podcasts for people that want to start podcasts because it's so big now so we, for sure put that in the bank that's a good one put it in the bank or even we do let's just talk about it now <laughs> <Sometimes>. <laughs> what advice would you give yeah too, for someone to start too much in the bank <laughs> i think i think like um something that uh leanne has actually said before when it comes to social media when it comes to like that that marketing that presence you need to show value and um yeah yes It'd be it'd be cool if you start a podcast and you talk about whatever. But then, in order for it to be to, for it to have longevity, in order for there to be like for people to be interested in your podcast, it needs to show some sort of value, mm. you know. And I think for us, um, what I really enjoy is like we are trying to build up that platform um, for the local artists mm. in, in Western Sydney and in Sydney, um, and also. To a great to a greater extent um in australia um so yeah i think it, it, if you're going to start a podcast make sure that you have something to say make sure that you have something um of value that you believe in and like that that's that'll take you through it and even if like the what I, what i love and i'll say this about us right we're consistent we've been doing this yeah. week on week mm. for over man a year or so right and yeah, like you have to be consistent with it. And even and even when it's difficult, even when you're you're like, oh, I don't know what content we have today. You come back to what the purpose is and what value you're bringing to people, and that's how that's how we've been able to get through those those times when it's like, yeah, I'm not really feeling like doing this right now, but I know why I'm doing this. I know like the value of our podcast. Yeah, I love that you guys Preach. brought up those two points because they are really important. Mm. I like Nats's point about you know just find out what you are giving to the audience, mold yourself into something that at the start you don't give yourself parameters straight away. Yeah, because that'll just give you limitations yeah. of what you can be. So give yourself some room to make your podcast evolve and grow into some direction that you probably didn't even think about 
the since you've pressed record on the first first episode um and i do yeah. like providing value because everyone listens to a podcast because they want something out of it yeah if you provide no value they're not going to listen to the next episode and it doesn't need to be necessarily like you're providing a service it could just be entertainment yeah you know and the entertainment is is one of those uh is something valuable as well because mm. people want to be entertained uh, my advice would be learn and to be spontaneous and makeshift because <laughs> your podcast is going to keep going through different rebrands, especially at the start. Be be open to it. Don't yeah. be like, oh, I want to stick to this script or this this theme, this look and and restrict yourself to that. But be open to be makeshift. Be open to um, having different exactly. setups, whether it be video, whether it be how mm. you structure your podcast. Be open to like the different type of guests you're going to get in. So, because like your podcast is the journey of the podcast overall is the overall arc. You are the hero of this journey and all those different rebrands like that. that you go through, that's you leveling up to Finding something else. Yourself, you know, yeah. you find yourself and you level up. Like kind of like how we started off as in the car with lapel mics and then we moved <laughs> on to talking car. a bit more in the car, talk, talking into um, more structured <laughs> not structure into topics like specific <laughs> topics and then getting exactly. guests we we had our first guest on episode i think it was 20 and then we got done in on episode 20 i think 27 and then he brought a new Damn. dynamic in so we we're op- if, if we weren't open to all that that makeshift stuff and evolving we wouldn't have done in the podcast so mm. and then we became more structured and now we're on a segment base um with our shows so be open to being make- makeshift Sometimes you won't be in the same location where you'd be um, doing the podcast. You'll be probably doing some studio hopping, or even just using your your like your living room as a <laughs> as a studio, kind of like what we're doing now. Um, be open to it and make it work. Like the good thing that I was a videographer is that I have this gear. Like you can make it work with anything that you have. So just be makeshift and be prepared. Yeah. Nice. And true yeah. that. that Anything else that said. you want to guys want to add before we move on to the next question? No, I think you, I think you covered it off. I think, I think, I think we've covered it pretty well. Like we could go on literally for a whole episode, but I think that's solid. Mm. So yeah, yeah we'll start the, a podcast. We'll leave that on the bank, like in a full episode of just podcasts, learning tips and tricks. Probably on episode yeah one fifty or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. So mm. the next question is asked by Iki Sugar. The question is, what is the meaning mm. behind the name Cheat Coders? And what does it mean to each oh. of you? Like, so the Rafi, Cheat Coders... Rafi can take that away. Yeah, I'll, I'll put my, uh, like, the our meaning to it. The Cheat Coders. I'm pretty sure it's like um, the ending of in- Inception. It could be anything that you want it to be. <laughs> or the ending of Sopranos, you know. Like, like did he die in the end or... or was he happy? So <laughs> that's like a non-answer. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be anything you want it to be, but um, for I think, well, I think I think it took a, I think it took about twelve episodes till we actually called ourselves the Cheat Coders Podcast. The first yeah. twelve episodes, yeah. we just called it the podcast that we'll um, give a name later. <laughs> we'll be like, oh, we'll figure it out later. But then we had this um, brainstorm of a couple of names, and then the Cheat Coders stuck. So the cheat code is pretty much, we've said this many times, well, in the early episodes, is we are not experts in what we talk about. We don't claim to be an expert in music. We don't claim to be an expert in providing advice. 
we are very free and open-minded about things and we just love having a good conversation that leads to inspiration entertainment and some value as don would like to say um but the cheat code is the cheat codes to life is those things it's like playing a video game where you just want to just have the fun stuff out of it so we just put on a cheat code to have a tank in gta put on a cheat code <laughs> to have big heads on nba 2k something like that so we add a little more spice into your life we add a little way to enjoy life from our entertainment plus we give a little cheat codes to how you could be a bit more inspired in your creative journey so to me that's what cheat okay. codes are just a little little nuggets that make life a bit more enjoyable because there's a lot of dark stuff in, in the real world but um with these yeah. cheat codes you know it's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> well said i love it did you want to add anything to that, Nat? Yeah, yeah. Um, just to like, pretty much that's it. Like, we're all gonna have the same answer, but just to, I guess, play on the metaphor of like the the cheat codes of a video game type thing. I think it really um sort of relates to how how we just wing it with things. Like, like what's going back <laughs> to the we're not really experts on things. So, what do you do if you play a game and you're a bit of a noob, but you just want to get to that next level? You're like, okay, I'm gonna put in the fucking the money cheat or like the invincible cheat. So we're giving that shit out to the people. It's like, this is how we did it. We don't know if it's right, but we did it. <laughs> and we're here now. And we did all right. <laughs> <laughs> we're here now. We're here now. So here come now. follow the journey. We, have, we, we haven't got, reached we game over yet. Right here. <laughs> we still got a few lives <laughs> yeah. in our system. So. <laughs> yeah. nice. Well, we got unlimited lives, bro. It only stops when we want to stop. So <laughs> even if you don't want us, if you even if you want us to stop podcasting, we can't. We got the unlimited, unlimited yeah, life code on. So, you know. <laughs> we, we would stop, but we're just too good. <laughs> we're, just, we're just too good at this. But we just, we're too good though. I can't, we just can't stop. I want to hear Don's answer Dude. because like, um, you're coming from a person who joined us um, 30 episodes in and um, you, we were into in, in the cheat coders mode yeah. by the time you joined in. Like, like, what was your first impression of the name and what did you think that it, it meant? for like what did, what's the cheat code is to you well i thought you guys just chucked the name on it like that was i thought it was just the random name and i even i even made a joke about it um when i was living in singapore i did a a podcast episode with lukman mm. and i called it the Shout code cheaters the code cheaters <laughs> <laughs> i remember that you know I you're doing that. well when people um, spoof your name right? just to, just to mess with you guys it's like well because <laughs> because lukman wanted to be part of like the podcast mm. um like you were wanted to be oh, part of and, the and I wanted, group. And I also wanted to be part of Round Circle. <laughs> <laughs> so I joined forces with Lukman and we made the code cheaters. Take that. What's the <laughs> what's the guy in the Incredibles that wanted to be um Mr. Incredible's sidekick? Um oh, his name his name ended up being Syndrome. Yeah, that's you that's you. <laughs> that's you pretty much. He's like, you wanted to join so bad. But like, no, I think I think when I first when I first um heard of the cheat coders, I thought it was just like a random name. Um, and I thought it sounded cool, but for me now, what the cheat coders means is, um, like, yeah, us giving that platform for people. Um, I remember when, um, I was running that production, um, years ago, it was about bringing, like giving a platform to local artists to show their original music, right. And, and giving them, um, the ability to to experience like performing live and also 
trying to come up in that industry, I learned so much, but like having to do things by myself and having to learn by myself. And now when I think about it, the yeah. people that we interview, um, we get so much knowledge from them. We get so much insight into what they've done and what their experiences are that for me, like sharing those are the cheat codes for being a creator, mm. right? Um, we were, when we were talking to Ali and um, uh, like the guys from Midground, they, you know, one of the things that they said was networking is, is like key. You know, when it comes to mm. you know, building a business, but doing creative like, in the creative industry, um, and and like that's a massive cheat code. You know, if if I had if I had someone say that to me when I was younger, when I was trying to figure out how to become an artist in quotation mm. marks, then or, or like give me advice and give me um, mentorship, that's that would have been a massive cheat code for me growing up and trying to be an artist and that's what i feel is it's coming full circle like the value that we bring to everybody or like the people that are creatives who follow us and all the people that are listening out there hopefully yes it inspires you but at the same time like hopefully you're learning something from all all of the stuff we talk about and sometimes we we talk shit and so hopefully you get entertained by that um but ultimately it's yeah with everything that we talk about with um all of the other creatives that we talk to on our show, hopefully that you you get an insight and you get the cheat codes from them. I wanted to talk about music videos, the importance of a music video and the evolution of music videos. I want to ask you guys first, how important do you think nowadays is to have a music video for a single? I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I know, I know that Nats has opinions about this, but I think we, we talked about this on the on the other episode. Um, that sometimes, like, it's it's not just the song now; it's a body of work, right? Mm-hmm. It's more than just releasing the song. It's in, it's this whole campaign. It's now a. Uh, it's the m- the more content that you have, the better that is for your song, or the better that is for whatever you're promoting. Um. And if, and in this case, when you're promoting yourself as an artist, that's going to be the brand of like whatever the artist. Is. Let's say it's Nats Blazing. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. putting a, putting a little inception there. Like Nats Blazing, the artist, like he'll release a song, yeah. but at the same time, he'll have a video. That means that he has snippets of the video. He can have, um, you know, you you can have interviews about the video you can have interviews about the song it it's about creating as much content as you can with this like about this song like people will up people will upload like behind the scenes um they'll have people dancing to their song Mm. or like videos of it and again it's generating as much content as possible and if you want more content um a video is an easy way to to generate content from that song how about you, Nats? What's your thoughts on yeah, music videos yeah. nowadays? Is it Is important? It, I, I, I have two, like, I want to really answer that point of what you deem as important. In terms of importance of success, if you're looking at a purely promotional standpoint, then yeah, it's incredibly important to have a music video. Because one, it's, it's basically just adding more, like you're adding a visual to the story. It adds another layer. Because sometimes mm. when you hear a song, 
and it's just uh, audio, you can sort of like, you know, if you've got a bit of an imagination, you can sort of create a scenario in your mind. I used to do this a lot with just old songs, or even my own songs. When we'd make a song, I'd have like a sort of visual of how I think it would be interpreted or looked at. But majority of the time, it would be what Raph envisions because he actually makes my videos. <laughs> but it's cool, you know, it's cool. It turns out really good. But um, it's another way to really share your story with, with the visuals. Now, on the that's in the term of promoting or whatnot. In the terms of is it important to sort of like, like, is it necessary as in, in terms of expressing the song or does it make the song better? It can have a reverse effect. Like sometimes if you're just doing the video just for the sake of doing a video, it might come out like not as good as you, like, you know, if it's a bit forced, like it's sort of when artists sort of go into a genre or do something that's not really them or they're just doing it to do it to be, you know, um, like for example, when there's a trend in certain music videos, like all the flashes, all that shit, and then suddenly everyone's doing that. It's like, it goes back to like, does that hurt the credibility to the core fans of that artist? So I think as an artist for me, like I respect, uh, authenticity and being, being genuine. Um, if an artist really loves their work, there'll be a lot of thought in the video. And if it's necessary or not to have a video for that particular song, um, that would be left to the artist in general. Um, two, di two different ways you can uh, prioritize what's important, your, your credibility as an artist, or if it's purely just like, we need fucking visuals for this because we need it. <sighs> Done. That, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the common thing is that it adds more to your music, whether it be a single, an album. Yeah. And nowadays, I feel that a music video <coughs> is the new album type of thing. Like, people are straying away from having an album, now they're just dropping singles, and what comes with mm -hmm. it is a music video. So, mm. um, I think the the music video thing used to be one of those mythological creatures. Well, like before before the social media age, before YouTube came, it used to be you have to have money to have a music video. You used to have it used to be you have to have. Yeah. It was all label built. Like you wouldn't have a music video yeah. before the two thousands. It'll be you'll be one watching say video hits or rage, and then you'll be seeing all these flashy stuff on the music video, and it changes your perception of the <clears> song. And I mean, if you remember, like like the the bad boy music videos. Those things were like giant production, mm. you know. So you, yeah, 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 yeah. You definitely yeah. need to have lots of money to yeah. to pull off those music. Production videos. value was through the roof. Yeah, because like the only way you can make a music video is having a team, having this big concept, yeah. and just shooting it and just going from there. But now, ever since YouTube came, the MySpace days, the music video age has kind of gone more saturated and. You could say that yeah. the production value has dropped in a music video because now yeah. with the the DSLRs being able to you know shoot a music video, now you can really it's more feasible for someone that just records in their room, kind of like when people are doing their music. It's more feasible for them to actually make a song, and now it's more feasible to make a music video that that caused more people making music videos, making the production value right, even yeah. less. And so I, yeah. it went from hundred thousand dollars for a music video to hundred bucks to hundred bucks to even less so all you yeah. need is camera so you can do it on your phone you can do you it can, on your phone yeah so i feel yeah. that the youtube has changed the music video game 
and that's when we started doing music videos and that's how i started my music video yeah. journey so i'm not going to diss youtube at all and i'm not even going to give them mm. given the benefit benefit of having their claim that they started my career i'm not giving that but <laughs> with the music video thing i think probably like in the two, 2020 um 2010s or something i mean or even like mid there i think music video has gone down like no one really pays attention to the music video thing like it yeah, no longer became yeah. that mythical mythical thing that you watch on tv that you look forward to it's that it became yeah. it became super saturated that it was hard to keep up with the music videos that are coming on and you lost interest yeah. in music videos so oh, then that's when the concepts of music videos became really basic like probably like a performance shot one take in a studio you get those music videos where it's just behind the scenes of the studio it's just lackluster concepts with less inspired editing and no creativity whatsoever it, it would come down to just all right I'm tell just us how be- you really feel ref yeah that's, that's what it, that's what it, that's that's what happened no, no, in, no. in the early stage in the early stages of youtube everyone was like oh now i can make a music video let's be creative with it but probably like five years down the track let the music videos became the same thing yeah yeah so you're you're saying that like that there are there are music videos out there that they make a music video just for the sake of making a music video yeah. it's not Back to Nats's point yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not it's not that's about, what that's what i was saying yeah. um i think i'd like to add to rap's point as well um you, you brought up a really good point, man. Um, back then, the gateway to music was the actual music video. Um, it was either be radio, like it would be in the top 10, like that's what you hear. And then the, the video would be pumped like all the time, like Rage. Uh, MTV. I, know, I can't remember the other one. Yeah, but the video, video hits. would be extremely important. And yeah. that's a video hits, that's one. It would be really important because like it that visual um, reminder or key brings you to the song. And Raph's point now is like, it's so, there's so many videos. To be honest, I, don't, I haven't seen any videos of the top songs or whatever they are. I hear the song first, and maybe if I really, really like it, I'll, I'll literally look for the video myself. It doesn't get shoved in my face type thing like it was before. Um, but I think back to the artistry point that I was saying um, earlier, and I think you guys will agree, um, to make a really successful video, as in something like, a video to be proud of. I'll give you a few, uh, an example or two. Um, examples like where the video is spoken about before the song, or you found the song because of the video. There's a few cases of that. There was mm-hmm. one was um, uh, Childish Gambino when This Is America came out. Yep. That was like a like. Oh, have you seen the video? It's like because it's literally mm. like. Okay, that's a video. Yeah. And we got um, Kanye. I can't remember the one, but the one with all the they're all in the bed naked. They're all like uh, yeah. wax figures. I think it's called and that Famous. Was like, it's mm. like, yeah, yeah. Like song was okay, but that you're there for the video. So it, it's like another revenue. It's either one or the other might drive or they might um, join each other in terms of putting mm. the overall artistry out. But yeah, it, it, like rap's right, man. Like, because there's so much saturation. It's like, it's so hard to find the little gems now. But when they're out, it's like, okay, that's worth watching. I'm going to look for that video because so-and-so said this happened whatnot yeah like nowadays yeah. before it was that you see the video then you find out about the song because you saw the video on tv and like i yeah. like that song yeah and now you hear the song first because of spotify and the streaming avenue thing you hear the song first and if you're invested you'll what you'll search for the video I, I noticed as well on youtube they do um lyric video yeah so there's a lyric video before yeah. there's a music video and the lyric video would just be some random footage it'll be like a karaoke do you remember those karaoke um like 
videos yeah. where whatever what what's happening on screen has nothing to do with with what's going on yeah with the lyrics um <laughs> yeah. it, you know they'll, they'll be talking about like dancing in, in a disco and then it's like a beach someone's just walking along the beach just randomly. yeah you know yeah. that, that's like eating ducks and shit. literally yeah. <laughs> literally like a karaoke video like if you want if you sing karaoke shout out to all the asians out there you see karaoke video and then the actual video of the song is just two like a couple just walking by the park that's an amazing concept <laughs> let's make that let's do that it has nothing to do with it it's like probably acdc or something make shit. a super serious song and then just have like random shit in the background just like that's a good feeding ducks <laughs> mm. All right, shout outs to the next person that want to do a music video using that concept. I mean, I mean, I, shout outs to um, INQ Inquisitive Minds because they were actually in in their last or one of their one of their previous videos. They actually are feeding ducks. Hey. But then, but there's a there's a there's a whole rhyme and reason to it. Um, check out <laughs> check that out video. that episode to find out that <laughs> rhyme and reason. But like that brings me <laughs> to the K-pop scene where it just popped out of nowhere. Like uh, yeah. the biggest example now that of, of like finding out of a video and then getting into the song, and then just changing the game is Gundam style. Like Gundam, hundred percent for, for <laughs> sure. You didn't hear the song first before the video. You saw the video first, and then you're like, "What 100%. is this thing going Raph, on?" Rap showed me. Rap showed me the video. I remember one day you're like, "Bro, you gotta see this shit." <laughs> it's so laptop. Bang! I was like, "What is this?" And that changed the game being the highest like viewed video on YouTube yeah. at that time. And it, it really introduced the world to, I don't know, to me, it introduced me and a few other people to yeah. the world of K-pop. And then when you dwell yeah. into the world of K-pop, their videos absolutely go nuts. Like you're like, <laughs> the production value is way beyond and you're just like going on it, it takes it, it take, you're, you're in it's, it's another world hmm. take it to another level and then yeah. it, it's like it's like go home i mean go hard or go home type thing but these guys like go hard go hard go hard never go home type type of vibe that's what i get for k-pop videos like no matter what I, i'll tell you a bit of trivia for k-pop right so k-pop they are like they have genetically scientifically engineered like the boy band or the girl group mm. like that's what they've done they've been able to they have um training camps where young young people will train to become k-pop artists and then they will like re like create music and then they'll release it and then they, they learn how to dance they learn how to sing they do all these things they have um personas much like the backstreet boys there's like you know the the yeah. for all the people that know where the Backstreet Boys are there's the bad boy there's the cute one there's the sensitive one there's like you know there's there's all of these yeah. different personas mm. and it's like the seven dwarfs but you know for the pop yeah. world and, and and what they what they have <laughs> is like there's one there's one guy in the group for for the boy bands of there the one guy in the group to cater for any type of female like teenage persona mm. right for any teenage girl and that's why they they get so popular because they're engineered to be um popularity machines like that's that's what they are and so when they're these labels will pump lots of money into training the, these kids into putting out their music and then lots of money into these music videos and it is reminiscent of like the 90s and like early 2000s where you know bad boy entertainment they were they were 
dancing around in a in a soundstage and there's freaking lights everywhere and they're mm. like you know it's crazy and it's like every Busta Rhyme video or every <laughs> Missy Elliott video where it's yeah. just absurd yeah. but creative and they have these elaborate sets mm. and it's just like the whole video has really really takes you on a journey and you don't get bored of it it keeps you engaged of how yeah. much flashing lights how much color that pops out so much and and it's not i think once we got introduced to gundam style or in the k-pop wave and it became global that kind of introduced the whole concept that music video is gonna pretty much go this direction in terms of um we still have those videos where it's more like two settings and it's super basic mm. and it does its purpose or what whatnot yeah. but big budget videos i think if k-pop didn't come in it would have it wouldn't happen as in like we wouldn't get all these elaborate other videos that come up and more thoughtful videos we wouldn't get probably say this is america i don't know if i'm if if i could say that like say we wouldn't get this is america because of k-pop but the whole use of a music video to tell a story. an elaborate story yeah. yeah like i think k-pop gave it a little like what you call it a revival that's that's what i'm a thinking little push. a little push just one just one little thing on like that yeah. this is america music video that is so elaborate yeah. and that is so like detailed they put so much thought into that music so video and and yeah when you watch it it's just like there, there's so much going on and it tells this message and like i was watching it again the other day and i'm like holy crap this is this is more than just the music video because when you hear the song like yeah it's a catchy tune and it doesn't necessarily yeah. make sense until you watch the music video and you're like the shock value Damn. adds to it yeah the it adds to the the change in tempo and vibe of the song in between yeah. where it goes wave weaves yeah. in and out yeah and it really adds another layer and i think that we need more music videos like that because mm. music videos and visual film is really important to tell an effective story like a song can really pull on the emotions but having a little visual representation of that song adds that it gives a face to what you to to a soul let's let's work on a music video hey yeah. it, like let's work on a music video right like, now like i wanted to get to the point of um what has been your favorite music videos that you've seen whether it be recent or like all the way back in the 90s mm. what is something that really stood out to you the most like for example for me i'd say like the f first music video that really took me somewhere was the Michael Jackson thriller video, right? Yeah. Like when you were a kid, uh, yeah. that, yeah, that scared the shit out of me, right? And now as you see it grow, the music video game into what it is now, it really adds to the, it, it's really effective what it's what what it's meant to do. Mm. It's it's changed. It, it, it's become, uh, now everyone has a time to give representation visually to their music. So, Nats, what's so, what what video what music video really stood out to you? Um, I'll be honest. Um, this is the first thing that came to my mind, so I just gotta I, I just gotta say it, man. <laughs> but like, um, the era, the two thousands era, when Eminem came out and he dropped the real Slim Shady, and pretty much all that era, he had the same similar style. He had the same producer every time. It's this Asian dude. Yeah. And he had that particular very comic comical style. But I was just like, it was just so absurd, some of the things that were happening, especially if you go to the more darker tracks, like uh, Slim Shady, of, uh, the real Slim Shady's a bit more commercial, but then you look at like Role Model 
and um, even my neighbors was pretty bad. And you got like Eminem dressed up as a priest. It was just a really, it was really kind of fucked up. Like it had that really shock value, clockwork <laughs> orange type feel. Yeah, and it was just like absurd because the the tunes in that album. I'm referencing the Marshall Mathers LP. That album had a lot of dark um, themes, and sometimes it sounded too happy, but then it had this sort of whoa, that, that looks really messed up. So I'm a fan of that. I, I think I've always been a fan of like, if, if we're just talking about um, visuals and musical scores, that's why I love uh, gangster films. Cause every time they have like some, some really fucked up thing happening, like they're killing someone or like they're stabbing someone. And it's got this, all these, I don't know, old Motown music in the background. It's just such mm. a juxtaposition that it's like, oh, that's, it gives it a, a whole other layer to that song. And it's just like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like it really, I don't know. I really, uh, I really feel something with that. I don't know if I'm messed up, if I'm kind of messed up to think <laughs> that way. But yeah, <laughs> I love that. How about you, Don? Have uh, you? Uh, is there any music video that stuck out to you? Man, I was the the first one that came to mind was, and I don't know if you guys remember, Bomb Funk MCs, Freestyler. Yeah. That oh, yeah. music video. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's it's such a simple concept. Like this kid is listening to his MP3 player, MP3 players. Mm. It's a such a dated reference to all, to all the to all the um the kids out there. You don't you won't know what that is, um, or a Walkman, or yeah, it was like a Walkman <laughs> or something, right? It was a Sony thing where you could twist. Uh, tr- yeah, I had this remote to it, and you could rewind or fast forward on this remote. And this kid is like traveling. He's on the train. He's going to the subway, and he's using this remote. And he realizes that he can control other people. So they're mm break dances yeah. and he makes them rewind he makes them fast forward and do all this stuff that's one of the ones that like kind of stood out that came out in 1999 um and i was like this is such a cool music video mm. because even though it was so simple like i, I love that i love that concept that he's it 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 added to that hip-hop it added to like that the break dancing into it and yeah that's that that's one that that comes to mind yeah man I think the other one is um do you guys remember oh, I can't remember what what year it was it was a Godzilla movie yep and it was Jimmy Page oh. and he <laughs> Puff Daddy at yeah, the time Puff Daddy, Puff Daddy. Yep. it was called come come with me yep and <sighs> isn't he is he rapping and performing <laughs> yeah. to, to Godzilla <laughs> da, da, da. yeah yeah Godzilla's in did he uh, did he fucking kill Godzilla man? And it was and he was rapping and the Godzilla was like in the background stomping about. I remember watching that and I was like, <laughs> yeah. this is amazing. And I like really loved because I, <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoy rock music as well. And when I heard that track with Puff Daddy, Jimmy Page, I was like, this is sick. Seeing yeah. that video as well with Godzilla in it, I was like, Yes! Yeah. Yes. Hey, um, to, to add on that, um add, like just to add on your thing. Um, songs that are made for soundtracks or movies, they're pretty dope too, man. Like Men in Black and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back to that time. Yeah. <laughs> that was but iconic, they, bro. Everyone was trying to do the dance. Oh, man. That's like, those those music slap. videos and those like soundtrack songs specifically <laughs> for the movie. I think those are they they need to come back. Like uh, it they hasn't. Jam, it's bro. been a while jam, since man. since there have been a song that is dedicated to like a soundtrack or like a music video that's dedicated and yeah, themed yeah. up. For a particular movie, it, it it's been a while. I, I can't remember the last last time that happened. I mean, I'm working on a I'm working on a track car wash, for um, the car wash. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm working on a track for um tight five comedy right now. 
Hey. Like for their theme, for their uh, theme music, they're gonna use it for their videos. But if anyone needs some theme music for a for a movie or like a short film, or if anyone needs yeah. a music video, yeah, hit us up. <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> we have the talent. Let's work on some stuff. <laughs> I'm just a sucker for like creative videos. Like the thing that comes to mind is Daft Punk around the world. How each um, dance move and each um, character in it represents oh, a man. certain sound yeah. in in the music. And um, another thing that I could remember is probably the thing that stood out to me the most is all of Missy Elliott's videos, Busta Rhymes' videos. That one where she spits in a guy's mouth. Yeah, get your freak on. It's just it, it, what? It's another. It's another <laughs> another world. And then he swallows it, and it keeps dancing. I'm like, dude, all these things are just moments that you just remember, and it gives you a visual representation yeah. of like what it is. Capsule. It's a time capsule. We could go on for ages. We go on for yeah, ages. I know. Time capsule. I love it. So the moral yeah, of the yeah, story yeah. is that. Let's keep music videos alive, man. <laughs> this segment, uh, what we're going to do right now is a bit of a competition between Raf and Nats. It is an improvisation exercise. Um, it also helps with communication, but I want to I want to lean into the improvisational side of things. Here's the game, okay? I'm going to generate, I'm going to use some random list generators. I'll pick a random celebrity and then a random occupation and then you need to convince me or you need to convince the the listeners out there the chicos and chicas of the chicotas cartel yeah why this celebrity would be a good would be good in that occupation so nats you're going first the first celebrity is chris hemsworth and the occupation is is that again and okay all right chris hemsworth and the occupation is chiropractor all right so your three minutes starts now so chris hemsworth why he would be good as a chiropractor first and foremost down to just personality while he is like visually you know quite broad big dude he's got a kind aura like he's he's a friendly dude from his accent he's very well spoken um that's the kind of thing you you, you want to have um around you because you're obviously being dealt with um physically in that sense you want that to to be calmed in that sense you want to feel comfortable um, so i think i think uh, you you want to feel comfortable in that situation so, so of course um i think chris Hemsworth would be really good um in in that forefront and it's all about the balance as well because he is dealing with a delicate part of the spine you know it's it's once it deteriorates it's you know it's game over like it it takes more work and i really think chris um you know he's got real big hands he could really lay the hammer down on that back yo. down like like no one else only he can do it chris hemsworth style crack that back and then you're on your way type thing so yeah that's all i got i only know him from nice. the store so yeah huh. i mean i mean you missed the opportunity of 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 making the joke that you know you you should see chris hemsworth if your back is feeling thought <laughs> <laughs> this guy he, he takes one comedy so, class so. <laughs> and he thinks he's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> One comedy class. <laughs> Fuck you, that's hilarious. That's class. fucking hilarious. It's like, oh, but you missed the opportunity. <laughs> the opportunity. I'm like, bro, like, 
But I'm sorry, I didn't take a comedy class so I could conjure this one punchline to drop in the this episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I'll nice. ask you, I actually, I'm gonna take I actually some, like I'm gonna it. Take give me an opportunity too. to roast you. But all right, so, <laughs> so that was that was a good that was a good pitch, Nats. <laughs> I loved it. All right, I got him down. I'm down. All right, all right, Raf. This is your celebrity. Your celebrity is Bruce Lee. Hey. And the occupation is firefighter. Why would Bruce Lee be a good firefighter? I'll give you. Uh, okay, so like, Bruce Lee, you, you be, ready? You ready to go I'll, right I'll now? Go, I'll just wing it. So Bruce Damn. Lee is a great fire. He would be a great firefighter because one of the greatest stories that he talked about is becoming water. So to put out some fires, <laughs> wow, so good man. You must be. You wow. must think like water. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and he could. Kick I don't people. even know, but I believe yeah. you. I believe yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, uh, but like, and he could actually kick the fire because, like, he'd be literally saying, "What's up?" Oh my god! And he knows about fires as well because he 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 entered the dragon. <laughs> So he definitely he definitely understands the concept of fire. He knows oh the ins and outs God. because he knows. <laughs> and you got this. Keep going. Keep going. You got this. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> oh, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. And yeah, so that's that's my pitch. <laughs> A bunch of puns. Ah, uh, that's great. Oh man. Rap killed it, dude. You missed the opportunity. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got jokes now. Oh, but you missed the opportunity. That was really good. That yeah, was really that's, good. That's fun. That's fun. I like that. You because once you said, once you said Bruce really Lee, I hope it had to do with water. Because then because that's the first thing that popped in my head. Then you said fire. fire, fire yeah, was like, Bruce Lee right. was the one. Just went. Yeah. <laughs> bring out all these dad jokes and punch. <laughs> yeah, just dad ready. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a fucking fast computer, bro. That's like a, a Windows... 2020. <laughs> I think, I think, and I haven't said this in a while, I feel like, but for context, the, um, Bruce Lee is famous for having said, like, you can be like water, water, uh, if it's put into a cup, it becomes the cup. If, mm-hmm. it be, if you put it into a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Mm, and if it's put and on it, fire, it becomes ashes. <laughs> <laughs> Firefighter, man. I, He's a fighter as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you, you want to, if you have fighter in your occupation, who better than having Bruce Lee, right? I think, I think, out of the two of you guys, I'm gonna have to give it to Raph. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, Nats. In terms of like the, like, in terms of the improvisation, he like was on point with that. Like, came up with all of that stuff, and <laughs> he just bludgeoned us with puns. Yeah, man, that's about did, water man. and Bruce Lee. <laughs> You just gave me the alley-oop. I just slam dunked it, bro. <laughs> I, <love it. laughs> I was like, oh, please be something to water. <laughs> and that was and that was the segment of, uh, I don't know. What are we going to name this segment? Let's call uh, it. Let's call it. Um, improvisation. If celebrities were <laughs> just oh. like us. <laughs> Cheat-coded. Podcast. I mean, I've got a game here. I mean, you are. And I'm going I'm to put in, put in the cartridge. And we're going to play some cheat coders multiplayer. The scenario, RPG. We're we're in a world unknown to us. You, me, gone. Player one, two, and three. We are are trapped 
We are trapped in a time, we are trapped in an island. And we need to escape to get to another, we, we need to find a way to escape from this island. All we have is our skills, our stats. The first premise, judging by our personality traits in the cheat coders, uh -huh. your jobs, I'm not going to contribute, it's going to be you, Raph, like Raph, you're going to highlight some stats that we have, some skills, our strengths and our weaknesses, and the game plan of how we're going to get out of this predicament okay. to get to level two. And then next week, we'll play level two. Oh, this so is yeah, going to be ongoing. Okay. Is that... We crashed. Are we playing Dungeons and Dragons? I, don't know, I, yeah, I was just going to say, this is like the cheat coders version of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And every week, the, and every week, our story just continues. Okay. It's like, where are we now? Okay. In the cheat coders and dragons. Can we play Dungeons and Dragons? Can we? Can we actually? Can we actually play Dungeons and Dragons? What's What's the scenario the for this one? I'm the dungeon master. All right. I am the dungeon master. Dungeon master. So I can tell you if what goes happens, but you. How, let's say Raph, you give the stats of each, all three of us. You you make the character profiles, and Don will will think of the way how we're gonna use these skill sets to get to the next stage. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's let's do this. Let's do it this way. Don will give me my my um my stats, and I'll give Don stats. Okay. Okay. And then we can work together oh, yeah. to get out of the situation. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And then you guys can both make my stats because I want to be in the island. Too. All right. So Don, Don is the, he's the, his biggest 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 strength is, he could be the distraction, that could um, <laughs> that could get the ladies to <laughs> go crazy. What, in the island? <laughs> The island. <laughs> and he could distract Death the enemy. Snoo, snoo. There's nobody there. <laughs> okay, so, and he there's, he's got so there's so there's Amazon there's Amazon women in the island that are like six feet tall. Yep. And if you get caught, it's death by snoo snoo. Death by snoo snoo. Right. So, oh. so so Don is um Don doing snoo 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 snoo, and then we also have him. We'll give him we'll give him strength because you know he 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 works out so strength, <laughs> and he's the distraction that we can use for. Amazon women <laughs> to be death by snoo snoo, and we'll give him. He's the he's the analyst. He can analyze and structure <laughs> and problem solve. Good problem solving skills, and also he could um, he could rip things because he was able to rip his body. <laughs> so he's he's uh he could rip things. He's really strong. He could distract the ladies, and he's really structured and logical. And um, oh my God. he's nice. he's really compact. Nice. He can get to the small places because he's really short. <laughs> yeah, and he's and he's also okay. really quick. He's also fast as well because he's he has no uh, hair Jesus. because that makes him more aerodynamic. So aerodynamic. Less hair, I like it. more aerodynamic. So, yeah, quick, strong, okay. and agile. logical. Agile. Logical. Any, any, any weaknesses though? What would his weaknesses be? What his weaknesses, really right, right. strengths, strengths, and weaknesses. His weakness is the ladies. <laughs> what the? <laughs> so, so it's a bit of it's a bit of a, it's a bit of like a catch twenty two. Huh? Catch twenty two. Like, I, I, I have this ability, but it's my also my weakness type of thing. Um, and also he is um, I like that. I like. He, he 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 could get fatigue a bit. 
So if he uses a lot of his speed, he gets really tired, and he needs to have coffee to wake him up. That's his um, spinach. Oh, nice. And also, um, what else can be his weakness? <laughs> he can't. He can't really. He can't roast me back. So <laughs> if I roast him. <laughs> He can't roast me back. What so, a fucking guy! He can't roast. He's prepared. He's like, oh, he can't roast me back. Man. <laughs> he can't roast me back. I roast you. It's only one way street here. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's what it. Rap, that, like, what are we doing, guys? Before you give too many stats that Don can't do anything. Don, can you can you give me Raps character sheet, and then I'll give you the first scenario that happens right. in the story. Let's, right, do it, let's do it. Let's do it. You guys can work it out. So, what's Raps' strengths and weaknesses? Strengths. And all right, weaknesses. two words. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Raph has all of the strengths and weaknesses mean? of Tom all the Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> okay. So we're on a deserted island. He Bro, can, that's a, he, fuck, that's he a can, lot of fucking I mean, like there, and it's it's only it's, he's only limited to what you can remember from Tom Hanks movies. Okay. So, so Castaway, I, I could laugh Forrest in Gump. Album. I could run. If I was a kid, I could turn into an adult. Yeah. All of those things. All of those things. It's <laughs> I could fly a plane. Well, there you go. <laughs> Forrest Gump alone has so many strengths. And yeah. you're giving him every Tom Hanks narrative? Everybody. But I mean, like, Tom Hanks... He can be a cowboy, a toy cowboy. Yeah. So you, you, your your abilities are only limited to what you can remember from Tom Hanks oh, movies. Oh, that's cool. So basically, I'm, I'm, I'm so basically he's, you're saying he's kind of... He's almost like a psychic. Like, he knows, but he doesn't know his full potential. Mm. But he can recall that at the moment i'm very so prone to coronavirus to and he can do it <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's, a, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of that's a lot of strengths done what, what about weaknesses though all right weaknesses i mean like i also you, have the ability if you, of if you think Meg about Ryan. if you think about <laughs> if you think about um he loves himself forrest gump right forrest gump wasn't the brightest dude mm. what if you think about forrest gump he wasn't the brightest dude but then I could go into so, my other bag. Oh, okay. That's my... a that's a weakness there. Um, Mr. Rogers. I don't know if that movie's out yet. He plays Mr. Rogers. Really, really nice guy. Mm. Like really nice guy. Mm. And that could be seen as so a weakness. So he takes the negative traits. As well. So he takes the negative yeah. traits of these all the characters as well. Yeah. That he recalls. Yep. And that you can recall. That's fair. Yeah. And sometimes in Seattle I just get sleepless for some reason. <laughs> I have I can't sleep. <laughs> When I go to Seattle, just something about that city, you know what I mean? Cool. All right, all right, bam! Cool. <laughs> a loud sound from a loud sound from the tropics erupts the island. A flock of six six foot seven foot Amazonian girls in a tribe, Damn. all naked, mm. naked, all bush, Whoa. all bush. Settle down, Don. Whoa there. They're running toward. They're running towards your only supply chain, the plane that we crashed. Is the only source of coffee inside, but there's only a small gap opening in the plane. And you are just at reach of it, but at the same time, the Amazonian girls are, ra- are raiding it from the same distance from where you are. They haven't spotted you yet. You're behind a rock that's just at a beach for some reason. Okay. But you're, you're peeking. Go. Okay, okay. I could, Don't forget your weaknesses. I could, I could. Don, Don is already right. really looking <coughs> right. at yeah, the. Yeah, yeah. He's like, damn. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Don, this you gotta get the coffee. All right, we need to get the coffee because this is gonna make you 
useful. If we don't get the coffee, you're useless throughout the whole thing. You might as well just leave the chica just right now. All right, so all right, so <laughs> I'm gonna need you to run the other direction of where the plane is because obviously you're the one who crashed the plane. Obviously. But like you gave me a weakness. You said that the the ladies <laughs> are my weakness. Yeah, but they distract you. But once I get the coffee, I could wake you up again, right? So oh, I feel like I can't do anything in this situation. So so, and then if you need if you need a hand. Just wave at me and I could chuck Wilson and hit a friggin' Amazon. All right, dude. how does this work, Dungeon Master? If I run in the opposite direction to the plane, what what happens next? Wait, wait, just lay out all your all your things that you're gonna do, and I'm gonna tell you what happens. Okay. From your okay, decision. so we're gonna get so I'm gonna get Don you're to you're running, you're doing your decision. Run, Don's gonna be running the other direction, distracting all the Amazon women from oh, from the plane. Okay, that's what I'm doing. So so you do you distract them and okay. you're quick. So I know you're not going to die. And then when you get tired, I'll get the coffee. I have the coffee. We need this, man. All right, cool. So I'm going to go run to the to the plane. So I'm running away from the plane and I'm distracting the Amazonian women. Mm. Mm. But you have to resist the urge because that's kind of your weakness as well. The further you are <laughs> from the women, the the you know less of the weakness it is. So I'm going to be running because I'm Forrest Gump to the plane. That I run, Forrest. And run. I'm running because I, I am the captain now. I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> and then using my using wilson as a weapon just in case like um there's someone there and then um i'm running and i get it I'll, i'm gonna get the coffee and wait 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 wait. so did so what what's happened i've run away and i'm distracting the amazonian women raf is running towards the plane to get the coffee is there anything that happens what's happening now dungeon yep. master all right, if you, if you want to move on from that, I'll give you the scenario that's happened. Right, I'm rolling the dice. Rolling the As dice. As Don runs, he starts running, but he's, he's getting distracted in his peripherals. He sees the Amazonians approaching fast. He starts to get a boner. <laughs> God. So he starts <laughs> walking a bit slower, slower. Oh, Raph realizes his weakness is taking over. So he, he decides to run even faster. The group of Amazonians are so distracted. They're, they're looking at Don's abs <laughs> and his boner. My God, guys. Getting further. <laughs> Raph <sighs> dives into the plane. For context, I've got my head. He's got the coffee. My, my, my face, like a but now Don, face palm right now. Don is paralyzed. He can't move no longer. The boner has overtaken him. Jesus. And the, the Amazonians are fast approaching. He's about to get gang banged. <laughs> by like six, seven Jesus. Amazonian women. Oh. <laughs> All right, th that's where they are. Now, now, Raph, we can continue. We can pause it there, like leave it a cliffhanger and we can oh, revisit God. this. Or if you guys want to keep going. But that, that's, <laughs> that's, where I'm that's where I'm gonna leave it. And that's where I'm gonna leave it. That's to be continued at another time. <laughs> I don't ever want to play Dungeons and Dragons with you guys again, ever, <laughs> ever again. <laughs> And we are back. We have special guests onto this episode, mm. which makes this a special, 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 special episode. Mm. We have a returning, returning guest, which is Rennie. Yeah, and we also have R&B singer Milkyor right here promoting their up, new song, WMYFG. You know the vibes. Is it, what is does that stand for again? <laughs> Want to make you feel good. Want to make you feel good. Is it abbreviated or is it? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, want to make you feel yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when, when you want to make someone feel good, you say, WM, YFG. <laughs> that's exactly what he's, that's what you get to text him. It's like, what time is it, 2AM, WM, YFG? It'll be, a cool thing mark. Have, it'll be a cool thing to have you on your wrist. And look, it's like, oh, I want to feel good. It'll be like, hey, baby, what do you want to do? Uh, WM, YFG. Oh. Now I know my ABCs. <laughs> <laughs> so how you guys been, man? Yeah, good, 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 man. Rocking this uh, this new release. It's been really well. It's going crazy, week, man. Like, yeah. like Rennie's been promoting how much streams it's getting. Yeah. And it's getting a lot of attention. And it's it's one of those songs that you can listen to over and over again. Yeah, I think and so. it gives those old school R&B vibes. I could picture you guys just dancing in the rain, <laughs> in the rain. and and just <laughs> by the fire. It's good timing as fire, well. Yeah. Because like it's the winter Look, season and we need that type of music, if, man. If anyone wants to do a TikTok Absolutely. in the rain, like a choreo, choreo, just please do it, man. Because yeah, we man. need some like we need something. The to iPhones are like this, pretty man. much water resistant, so oh, they have yeah. no excuse. That's man. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and look, I don't know if I want to be personally. I don't want to be in the rain when it's like winter. <laughs> so mm. someone else, uh, please, if you uh, could, <laughs> just <laughs> jump on. Dude. Hey, Rennie's winter, right? The season. Yeah, he's, he's the, we are the season of winter. I am the season of Out winter. Out of the so season, the you season. are winter. You guys, that was the season. I, I'm keeping yeah, you yeah. warm. You're keeping me warm. I was waiting for this moment, man. Check yeah, back. Man. Check That's back to that episode. Check with, back. Yeah, with Rennie. A good heat check, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's yeah? it, baby. And <laughs> so, but like, like, you got you to dance in the rain with one of these songs, man. Did When Usher sung You Got a Bad, was he like, you know, I got to check the temperature out there to make sure that this rain <laughs> these ones will like, you know. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can. For context, okay. he was so look, he licking had his finger and sticking in there. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's all the listeners out there. It's all the, you know, goes, check the wind speed, the resistance, <laughs> you know, precipitation yeah, percentage. Yeah. So how do you guys know, how do you guys created this song? Like, did you guys knew each other before the song or how did this come about? Um, well, the idea, I, I got the idea. So I knew, I met Rennie beforehand. Um, what did we meet? Vampa, Let, wow. Let's, let's take let's take it a step back. One, yes, yeah, one yeah. time, one sure. time. Let's get let's the uh have the audience get to know each of you guys. So yeah, our listeners may be familiar with Rennie, mm. um, big Rennie, yeah. aka Rennie Simph, aka just, tall Asian, aka, <laughs> AKA the winter <laughs> warmer. Uh, what was it? Oh, I can't remember the other names. There's so many AKAs, but um, people may not be um, familiar with you. Our, 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 our listeners may not be familiar with you, Melchior. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, yo, what's up? I'm Melchior. Oh. Um, oh, he's already suggesting the you know. he's already <laughs> suggesting the audience. Come from Italy. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I was born in Italy, <laughs> so, and then uh, we migrated here, and I live in uh, the hills, Kellyville. Nice. Shout um, out. Yeah, shout out, shout out to all the boys in Kellyville. Where, where in Italy? Wherever we're where going, Italy, bro? Melly uh, from Kelly, Sicily. Nice. nice. Yeah, bro. Mafioso, <laughs> mafioso. So, um, yeah. My man, um, my man. That's it, bro. Yeah. Um, R&B is my thing, man. I like to take that old school feel mm. and try and bring that new school perspective to it. Um, I definitely want to get you in my in your feels when you listen to some mm. of my tracks, you know. I want you to feel desired, loved, happy, sexy, whatever whatever you're in all that mood for, you know. All the emotions, mm. man. I want you to get into that stuff. So... How long have you been doing this for? It's getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here. Three years now, bro. Three years. Yeah, so late bloomer. Mm. But we're here. I jumped in that deep end and we're here. So we started up. Nice. Yeah. This guy's a smooth talker. I was like, (laughs) I don't know if it's just a turtleneck, but it's it's, it's awesome. Have you heard the song? 
I've heard the song, bro. <laughs> That's it, bro. That's I love the song. Say. It's so good. <laughs> That's all I have to say. He's on brand. He's definitely on brand. <laughs> on brand. How about you, Rennie? To the people who are listening to you for the first time on this podcast, what, 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 describe yourself. Give you give your elevator pitch to the to the chicos and chicas of the Chicos Cartel. Hey, what's up? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, my name is Rennie. Uh, look, I've gone through a whole bunch of different aliases, but... This is who I am now. If you guys have been following, that's great. Thank you so much for all this love. Right now, um, we're starting fresh with this track, Wanna Make You Feel Good. Melchior and I just pretty much establishing this new persona. And this is this is it. The this freshness. It. I've, I've sort of found my my standing in this, in this whole creative community. I'm just sort of calling myself a creative in general because I like to mm. dabble in all sorts of different media. Mm. Um, at heart, I am an artist. I'm a musician, songwriter, producer and um look my 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 whole sort of influence and energy comes from 80s 90s 2000s love it uh man like this is this is what you get for having a sister who's 10 years older than you so you really you know i got i got like a really nice sort of um you know look into a whole different you know era, a couple of eras of music and i'm and i'm really blessed that that happened and you know i'm trying to sort of bring all that together remind people that you know we can still make hits using a lot of influences from back in the day and just reminding people that even today man we still you know interpolate songs from back in the day we still 100%. you know make beats that sound very similar we take a bunch yeah. of lines from back in the day and still use those today man like bell biv devoe saying the word dope we're still using dope today yeah you know mm. that's the type of shit that i'm on i really want to make sure that you know we're still connected to that time and really remind people that there's more than just you know mainstream sort of hip-hop r&b pop i want to explore the whole spectrum and show you know all the listeners that that's that's what it's about you know mm. you got to really take it back nice. you know really bring it in and and I, I guess yeah just trying to be a creative in that aspect too and sort of portray that through you know any sort of media i can so yes I'm gonna hit you guys up for a music video. Hey, <laughs> mark my words, boys. I did mark that. My I, that, was, that was my like, you know, strategic mind. Like while they're waiting in there, I'm gonna pitch Ooh. this music video. I like yeah. that. Yo, and you make sure that they're dancing. You trying to make me feel good? Or yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to make, you, make you feel, feel good, good yeah. so, so you can make I other mean, people feel good. We're trying to know? feel good. Everyone's just trying to feel good, right? <laughs> um, but just off the back of what Rennie said, yeah, that that old school era those three generations is really what changed music for what it is today right so we got all the best i think the best came out from the 80s 90s mm. and early 2000s was when we really picked that up mm. like 87 onwards was mm. when start, stuff started to change in hip-hop r&b yeah. and we sort of got that that perspective in want to make you feel good i think we brought that from all the way from the 80s forward which is good i think i think yeah you guys have already touched on that but um, this track that you've just released that encompasses those, or as much of that, as much of those eras as as you guys could. Um, and tell us how, like, and I, I interrupted you because I wanted you guys to introduce yourselves. But yeah, tell us how um, this song came about. Like, how did you guys mm. meet? How did that process come about? How did you come up with that concept of this song? Yeah. Rennie Swipe White on Tinder. Hey. hey actually that no, was vampire this is like, like a music app that artists can connect to yeah okay so it was weird because we we sort of connected on that we're like hey bro i like your tracks let's do a track let's do a vibe blah 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 and nothing really came about 
for I don't know, maybe a year. Probably like no, nah, probably like two years, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then out of the blue there was a this guy that uh works with me, um, at my full time job. Gotta pay the bills and stuff, you know. Um and they did a they linked up and did a track together. I'm like, Oh, who's this bloke? Randy Synth, Randy Synth. I'm like, I know that name, man. I know that name. <laughs> I've seen his face. I'm like, I know that guy. <laughs> uh, sort of, we just Those, connected off Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, man, are you doing a track with Cass? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we did. Let's, we should do something. Yeah, yeah, that was like, it. Legit. And then um, I got in the studio with uh, the producer that did that track, Chunky Love. Shout out to the boy Chunky. Um, and we put this vibe together. And then I just sent him, I sent him like a, a little hook. I'm like, what do you think of this? And straight away just vibe with that and then we we fixed that up the way uh the way it came out today mm. it took a while but we wanted to get it really perfect for that vibe mm. so nice. yeah nice i love it so yeah. like um did you reg- did you who who's approached the other person to create this song this song idea whose idea was it that was mine and can i just um like so with vampire legit legit is that just tinder for musicians Yes, definitely. <laughs> no, 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 it's, no, it's musicians and pretty much any sort of. It's any creative thing. Yeah, so, like, yeah, if you yeah. need photographers, if you need uh, videographers, a director, someone that needs a guitarist, someone that wants, I'm like, hey, I'm I'm a singer. I'm looking for a band, and then you can just like hit people up. Raph's looking at it right now. He's just I, know, like, I was just having a little research, trying to swipe right because I might go in there and then that that's the way I could Wait, promote that's the wrong my app, videos. <laughs> Is there, what's so this is all musicians? With a G or something. <laughs> is it all musicians or can like uh, other creatives be involved in this? All uh, sorts yeah, of creatives, yeah. man. Okay, all sorts. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not a sponsored um no, Actually, promotion. wait, wait, but... <laughs> I'm saying sponsored. Want to make you feel good. It's out now. All platforms. All their DSPs. <laughs> we haven't used Vampir in a long time though, no, so no, I don't know if it's still going or not. Okay, we'll find out soon. Yeah, let us know. All right. On your next segment. On the next segment. <laughs> so like did you guys record it in the same room or the, the, wait, wrote wait, it in the same wait, room wait. or what, what was this does it sound like? like we did no it didn't it sounded like you guys vibed with it damn you're ready yeah you you're right you're so, right yeah yeah we were in different um same same country oh. same, <laughs> same country same city <laughs> but, um, yeah no nah, he um Melchior went over to chunky love studios and mm. he did it over there um basically did most of the programming and, and engineering there, eh? So yeah. everything was done there for, yep, for you. Yep, yep. And for me, I did it all at my house. Mm. Um, try to engineer as much as I could just to sort of polish it up before I sent it off. And this is what we ended up with. Nice. Yeah. And That's like, sick, man. man, Chunky That's is like a musician through and through. He's like, he's, he's, he's like Houdini, man. He's a magician with this stuff. Like he does everything. I love that. From the guitar, the mixing, the mastering. So he did everything for us. And like he really made Rennie's vocal fit in with all of our sound. Mm. So the mix that he did really just all blended and connected in just because Chunky's Chunky. Okay, so you recorded separately. Who sent the first recording of the of their verse? Uh, me. Was it? Yeah, no, I did no, 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 actually. Chorus, verse, and then you sent back right. a verse and a chorus. And then we... The chorus, two hooks were different, and then I was I had an idea. I'm like, why don't we blend both of them? Yeah. Mm. yeah so I had. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So the hook that we've written is fifty-fifty, pretty much. Because uh, yeah. I asked that, like, because I have experience when I was doing the rap thing where you send vocals to people, mm. and then people send vocals to you. So and there's some experiences where, like, it, I'm gonna ask you, Renny, when when Melly sent his vocals and his recording, did you change anything on your verse just to try and 
make it on par with his or even better look man every time i come on as a feature <laughs> every time i come on as a feature i'm just trying to body the other dude yeah that's yeah. just that's just what you gotta do <laughs> this man. guy like, you can't just come onto someone's track and just be a feature that, that's the MC, i'm trying to be mc mentality i'm bro. trying to be kanye on that big sean song that's mc mm. that's that's that an MC mentality. Or even Kanye in um the Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. Yeah. Remember that track? Kanye That's did the same thing on um with Jay-Z. He heard Jay-Z's verse on one of his songs, I think is um Never Let Me Down or something like mm. that. And then he's like, Oh, I gotta one up yeah, him yeah, yeah. and rewrite his verse. Nicki Minaj's verse on Monster. Mm. Kanye. That's yeah. what I was trying to do, man. I'm sorry, Melly, but look didn't work. Hey. So <laughs> end of the day. End of the day is we've got two hot ass verses, man. Yeah, man. You know what? Because he sent me something and I was like, oh, like that happened to me. I was like, shit, his verse is too good. I need to fix mine. <laughs> oh, did you fix yours? Yeah, I was like, fuck, I just, need to do something. Back and forth. So I, I was like, <laughs> fuck, I need to do something. And it took me a while, but I'm like, I think I got it. I like that. It's, that's very hip hop, right? It's, it's, it's something that, like it's, it's a competitive yeah. thing. A thing. And I think we, we've talked about it before on the podcast that it need that there needs to be that creative competitiveness uh, or that um friendly competitiveness to 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 bring out the best in people because yeah. if yeah if if you guys didn't compete to have the best first then you would have just like thrown anything out there right it wasn't more like a competition it was competition right but i felt like that we're about to start some beef right I now i didn't i didn't want to do <laughs> i wanted to do justice to the track right mm. and i felt like my verse yeah. wasn't on par with Rennie, so it wouldn't have done justice to everything Mm. so and by me being lacking like the weakest link you're only as strong as your weakest link right mm. so what you yeah. mean what you mean what you mean what you mean by that bro <laughs> i mean not so, so i'm the not weakest the weakest link, link. now out of the- <laughs> my, you twisted my words man we're all no <laughs> no nah, nah, end of the day is like this is what we learned about each other actually during this whole process was um when it came to background vocals and writing melodies and things like that you know um i was helping him out as much as i could when it came to the whole promo marketing every other aspect of it in terms of like social media this was the man mm. so i was i was trying to get tips from this nice. guy and see what to do and all that so it was it really worked like bro. back and forth so we, we sort of like really bettered ourselves after the after we dropped it so yeah, man. i yeah. think that competitive That's edge sick. makes you better people like you learn to push yourself to be a better singer do a yeah. like not to be content with what you just done like you know what i could do a better i could do a better run than i just did just then let's try it again mm. so it's yeah. a process that just keeps evolving and i do like that that you you mentioned that with this song it shows that you, your worth ethic is on point and 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 it's you can it's evident with the song you, you hear the song and you mm. see how you guys really feel as i said before it felt like you were in one room and you wrote it together and you recorded in the same room that's what it felt like so that's props dope, to you guys for that. that's that's yeah that's thanks boys boys thanks. i think like look we're, we're on the same we're on the same road to the same destination but yeah. if if it ever comes to the time when we both are competing to to take number one spot then we've already made it man <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what it. i mean so mm. we're just gonna carry each other up man that's it that's <laughs> the mentality <laughs> we take yeah. yeah and i think like i'm all for the competitiveness but also bring someone up with you rather than being competitive nice. and like trying to throw them to the side like no i'm the best i'm better than you mm. i want you to be as good as i want you to be better than me because mm. that's going to bring me up as well and yeah. we're all going to build and we're yeah. all going to grow and everything's going to be like the music industry here i feel in sydney is lacking with that yeah so uh, that's what i'm trying to bring you know i love it man nice
I like that a lot. Yeah. And I think it's something that we talk about on the podcast like uh, a lot that we need to build a community and I think we talked about it on that uh the episode with you and um with Ajwad. Um yeah, that's AJ. Yeah, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him as Ashwad. <laughs> Ever since I was like, "Oh, what's your real name, bro?" Let's call call you by your government name. Um but yeah, it's about like building that community, building that that network, and and being around people that like minded people, build, being around people that you can build with and, and come up with, mm. and that, that that's that's really cool that you guys um are trying to do that and add that competitive edge that you guys make each other better. Yeah. Um. What was the so you you mentioned that there were influences in this song? What was the biggest influence, or what was the biggest reference, or or maybe your favorite reference in this song that you that you put in there? Well, when I went in with Chunky, um, I think the light just came out by Todd Olson. Mm. Let's have says <laughs> now with that the firefly. Okay, yes. cool. And I was like, that funky shit, I want that in there. Mm. So we put in some chords, and I was like, oh yeah, you know. It's a building. We're building, we're building. But once that funky bass came in and he put that funky bass, I'm like, that's it. This is what we need to do. So we changed it like about, by the time I sent it to him, I already changed it like three or four times. I'm like, no, it's not it. It's not it. Um, And then like progression of any song, you write the lyrics, put the melodies down. Once your vocals sit into that track, you go and do some post-production stuff. So you add a little bit of things here, add a, take things out. You're like, oh, well, how does it sound this way? How does it sound that way? And when I was really happy with it, we just settled. So, but definitely Todd Olsen, that that old school mm. funky 80s bass mm. was where, where it was at. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah um, look, I've got old school on rotation. I'm actually listening to... So fresh, if you guys remember, so fresh. I'm talking like 90s to 2000, and mm. it's just a compilation. Some genius made it <laughs> oh, on on Spotify. The compilation CDs. Yeah, yeah, those compilation CDs. Uh, yeah, Sanity the CDs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to cop them from Sanity all from the Sanity. time, bro. Like <laughs> yeah. this was I was only for the yeah, yeah, seasons yeah. one. Man, some I remember those. Man. Someone did us all a favor and just put like 10 years those worth, shows. four seasons. Yeah all into one playlist i've yeah. been bumping it for like the past two weeks i'm not even done yet yeah because so, so fresh was the playlist before the playlist oh yeah, yeah man yeah, big yeah. time big time and I'm, I'm always like playing that kind of stuff i can't even give you guys one sort of influence mm. that really you know helps me with my verse but i was really sort of trying to trying to break it down be a bit smoother yeah. with my stuff and and less of that like triplet t- sort of flow and you know like just yeah, it does take it yeah, back to yeah. the to the 90s age of um, r&b yeah yeah definitely like 112 vocal mm. sort of mm. yeah. that vibe yeah. yeah 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 so like is 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 are you guys going to be working together in the future or, or is this like a one-off thing and you're just going to do your solo stuff or are you going to be like <laughs> you know the, the casey of jojo <laughs> 2020 or something i went on you dog <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to always collab, man. We, yeah. have, we made a good team. So um, I think we have a bond, a real mad connection and friendship now, which I feel like future projects will be even better. Yeah, so, man. Look, I, I'm, yeah. I'm now that I've... I feel like Melchior did me a big favor on this one because now that I've changed the name over to, to Rennie, I needed some sort of kick to really mm. get the recognition of that new name and the new project. 
and you're slowly cutting your name it's gonna be rent it's gonna be rent it's gonna be two ends for R and then and then before you know it's just gonna be because that's the sound you'll make what the fuck's that sound man so yeah we are mumble imagine that if you can pull that off and get a whole crowd a whole stadium just to say that the the roll their tongue roll their R that's a cult right there bro yeah man damn you put the R in R&B, bro. Let me, let me, ooh, let me think about that real quick. Mm. Just don't make it like a growl because otherwise you'll be ripping off Tiger. That's true. That's true. He's, mm. he's on to something. Now, look. Um, now now that I'm sort of here with this first single under Rennie, um, definitely looking to release singles over the next couple of months. Yeah, man. Consecutively. And, and you know, um, just trying to be consistent with it. And definitely had... We, we both had an idea in mind, you know, just to sort of put out a track at some point but where that sits in in the list of releases not sure not sure yet i'm sort of trying to show off more of this 80s 90s sound myself so i've got to sort of start putting out some solo stuff first and then yeah i I'm think that, boy up. that would be ideal for you anyway as an artist mm. so you've got a collab now and i feel that the people should get at least i don't know five six seven tracks of yourself mm. no collabs nothing just you establish that and then start working on that mm. collab sort of game again so you know when you created this song was this the first was this like the track that you wanted to create and that was the first go or did you go through different type of ideas did you bounce ideas off it's like maybe we should do this maybe we should do that maybe it should be a bit more higher tempo or was this just like first go first in first go i think with want to make you feel good when i first heard it i was like i'm just gonna go with this and i'll write to this i did one thing i just i just sort of like did a little cut in the track so then that way i could just sort of highlight my vocals a little bit but otherwise it was the way it was and then chunky just kept building on it and he kept yeah. adding to it but um yeah in my yeah. mind I, w- I wasn't thinking of like any other tracks i mean Melchior kept you know he, he sent through a couple of tracks for me to listen to but those were his songs and he just wanted to just share it see what vibes were there what you were thinking and and whatnot and i like yeah like i said before i sent want to make you feel good to renny i'd already sort of established what it was going to be um personally for my for my own brand and then knowing that he could jump on that and just kill it because that would work in with him as well Love it. um so I, I didn't want him to sort of worry about the production side of stuff more just focus on his vocal lyrics melody um and try and gel that and blend it together mm. and i think it worked out well it took a while like like they say timing is everything so this track was made well, maybe a year ago mm. like the first draft so okay you know and then we just sort of built on that built on that and after about six months we're like okay this is what it's going to be solid and we went and recorded the vocals properly and then now we're here i love it so it has a it has a this process was going for a year yeah yeah pretty much yeah that's dope that's dope that's a good thing that you give that insight Hello. um sorry go ahead nats and I was gonna say, man, like, like, I'm learning a lot, which which is amazing. That's what like the cheat code is about, right? We 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 learn a lot from our guests, man. That's Getting why I love that you were not hey. on the show any last time as well, mm. and now you're back again. I'm just like, man, gems, bro. He just keeps coming with these gems. It's <laughs> what it's been along, and now you got this track going. It's it's dope. Um, what what I want to say, this, this it's amazing seeing the progression of a track. It really brings me back when I used to make music, I love that, like sending a draft with an empty verse, yeah. seeing who vibes with it, who's not, the back and forth, seeing where it goes. Some, sometimes you 
you drop something it's not even like you didn't really think anything of it but then someone else would be like like raffle be like oh dude that's fucking dope i got a chorus for this and then you build something and you get to that point you've, you've got a solid track where you're here now did you guys ever i guess arriving to the point that you knew like all right we're, we're doing this we're gonna have a completed track soon you're getting towards that point you've always reached that point did you guys um i guess put together a like a, a moving forward plan or is it more of just like let's drop it see where it goes or is there like a like a i guess a what do you call it though like a marketing run yeah, be, or like a, a press run mm, type thing promotion is that PR what it, it, sort of thing is it is it I'd, I'd really love to hear like what's your like how do you guys tackle that because i think that's really important because a lot of artists they just kind of drop it drop something see where it goes but yeah. mm. um they don't realize you know getting the track done is half the half the the journey right the, mm, the, yeah. the next half is that's like nothing What's the point if people aren't gonna hear it? You know what I'm saying? I love that. Um, um, I've only met you, uh, Melchior, and just hearing that you're a bit of a marketing business guy, and I know Rennie's um that mindset as well. Yeah, I think it'd be really good um insight just to see how you guys are gonna tackle this moving forward as well. I think yeah. You guys wanna just to add to that, just to add to your question as well. Like, um, it's great having that insight that you guys had this 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 journey of of this track. Yeah. Like it's, I feel like, I mean, sometimes for me, I feel like. Uh, as soon as I create a track, I just have to put it out there, right? Or, or like some some creators yeah. that, they'll just have to like put it out there because they want they're really excited for people to hear it. Yeah. But um, yeah. Just just jumping onto to Nats's question, let us know like what was that process like when you guys had finished that that song? Um, how did you then go about planning mm. the like What's the release the and all that yeah. stuff? Future, the rollout, rollout. That's the word. Man, like before before we dropped this track i was i was pretty much experimenting on, on my own like just doing exactly what nats was saying just releasing tracks here and there and also trying to find my sound because you know going through every single artist name and project i was sort of figuring out you know what actually works what doesn't work um what kind of reception i would get and now that i'm here um after you know hanging out with the dmcs and doing gigs and stuff I've, i i realized you know this is this is the this is the look that I want to go for, the sound I want to go for, what I want to be known for, and it just so happened that um, you know Melchior sent through the track and I was like, this is perfect, let's go with this. And um, nice. it's given me like after this release, it's given me a lot of clarity in terms of what I need to do um, coming up to the release, and it's no longer just you know hyping it up on my Facebook status. I really got to put in a lot of effort and look into different ways of releasing and anticipating you know do i send it to these guys first do i you know do i hit up a bunch of influencers see what they think you know and then see where we can go from there but um this actually came this, all, all this all these questions and curiosity came after the release and i'm thinking now what am i going to do next that's gonna you know take it a step up above what want to make you feel good did mm. so yeah i mean melchior was um he, he was the one who was really sort of driving um the pr so yeah like i'll yeah. be honest like when i make a track the same thing i get excited i'm like fuck this needs to go out now yeah. blah, blah. the worst thing you do is but, like i'm gonna <laughs> upload it drop it and just keep refreshing and see <laughs> like how many yeah. views i get like <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah we live in an age now where everything is digital everything is online and the music yep. industry's changed so it used to be you get working you grind you get a mixtape give it to a dj if they play it label wants you pretty much because djs were 
Spotify, were the, the playlists, were the gatekeepers. Labels now, I think it's way better to do it independent personally because you own your own stuff, you own your own masters, you can decide when you want to drop, you can decide your marketing plan, all that stuff. Mm. But it's very important for artists, especially now to realize, like you said, music is just one section. It's like 25% of what you have to do. You got to know your branding. You got to go to your marketing. Mm. You have to know your story, your vision, what you want to do with people and how to affect them um, and how you're going to get that across um, from everything, from color schemes mm. to the artwork yeah. um, to what your logo is. Mm. Um, choosing which podcast you want to exact, be the guest Choosing on. which podcast you want to be <laughs> oh, the yeah, guest yeah. on. Mm. You, you <laughs> Obviously the best one. Well. Obviously yeah, the obviously. best one. <laughs> Hey, the best ones. I think I'd be wasting my time. <laughs> no, like the way the way you dress, like everything, yeah. right? You have to have that really cemented. And a rollout is not. I made a track. I'm gonna drop it. See how it goes. It's months it goes, of yeah. planning. So you got to get content, create content for months, and then there's a month afterwards too. But a lot of people don't it. realize like investing in yourself is the most important thing right so it's it's going to be expensive that's music that's what you want to do it's like any business you have to Mm. put money in to to grow Mm. with anything so like just like working and saving a little bit saving a little bit to the side really helps out with all that stuff if you can't do everything yourself if you can't do the graphics yourself if you can't get photos done yourself for free like the cheapest way but the marketing is very important. PR is very important. So finding people that mm-hmm. can fit into your team and really connect with your vision, they're not trying to fuck with your vision. Mm. They're like, I like what this is. Yeah. This really works. Let's try and push this as much as possible. And that's very hard here. Mm. Even for PR, man. Like I've, I've hit up that many Australian PR companies just for a single campaign. Mm. And like, it's, it's ridiculous to even get a reply if they don't know you. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. asking for a quote. You're not asking Absolutely. for free stuff. I'm yeah. like, hey, I just want to get a quote. You know, what 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 can we do with this? Do you like it? Some people are like, yeah, I really love it, but it's not my genre. I'm not going to do it justice. I'll give you another name, and then you just go in circles. It's no. it's it's mm-hmm. tail chasing, and it's consistency yeah. and persistence, and it's always going to be no, 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 no. What the fuck? No, no, no. Yeah. Until someone goes, <laughs> dope. Let's do it. Yeah. So I think I found someone that um, really helps out with that marketing side, especially with the DSP stuff. Um, and then now it's yeah. just about building around that to Love see it. how we can like really expand and and make the best out of the situation, right? Nice. Mm. Yeah. I love how you brought up outsourcing. Like, that's, that's sometimes awesome. you can't do everything yourself. You can't. Mm. And then sometimes when you try to do yeah. everything yourself, your energy is spread really thin and then you won't be able to focus on what you're exactly really mainly want to do which is the Optimal. music right what your strength you your, your strength yeah mm. focus yeah on focus strength. on your strength and that sense outsource, outsource what you, yeah what you like, lack outsource i'm still trying to build up my strength in my own creativity i've got no time to learn how to take photos myself how to edit yeah. shit i've got no time to to okay. learn um what's a graphic thing Oh, you do Photoshop. That's Photoshop the one. Illustrator. Man, I've yeah, got yeah, a more. Yeah, yeah, Photoshop's hard, man. So by by the time I've got studio days in between my full time job, which I have to go to because I have to pay a mortgage, because I have to pay this and that, like 
that shit's hard enough to try and organize that timing wise mm. as well with creatives mm. because the amount of times you can book a session they'll be like shit something came up sorry or this has gone too long yeah. like okay no worries next time blah 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 and it just drags out if you don't have everyday free to do shit it's just it's just timing yeah yeah so don't beat yeah. yourself up. Time's when, important, man. Time, yeah. time, time, time's limited. And I feel like, yeah, don't yeah. beat yourself up. A lot of people will get caught up in that. Like, oh, I feel like nothing's happening. I'm not doing anything. But if you put in plan every day, you wake up and say, okay, today, what am I going to do that I didn't do yesterday? Mm. And tick it off. Even if it's two or three things, at least you feel like you have achieved something for your day and you're moving forward yeah. in that career. Because music can be a very like vortex thing. Mm. Mm. it's very the yeah, vision yeah. is there but you don't see the ending mm. yeah yeah i love that That's, man. i like how I you brought that. that up man because it's like um it just really goes to show how important planning and preparation is for music especially because you're doing this it's not doing you're not doing because you have to it's like no i want this type thing it's not mm. like yeah. someone's forcing you to do it you gotta you gotta you gotta set your 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 aims your targets and you gotta set the parameters to make sure you reach those there's actually a particular reason i brought this particular question up because <laughs> I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna share I'm gonna I'm gonna share something with you guys, and it's either you you already implement this, or you might learn something as well. So obviously with Chico, we want to share our stuff. I'm pretty sure you guys already do this, but it might be good to reiterate. Um, I'm gonna bring up just an example. Um, do you guys know Russ, the rapper? Yep. yep. Now specifically, yep. Melchior, do you, are you are you a fan of Russ? Well, I've never Not really, really I never really half jumped. Half into his music as a like a total fan yeah. but i appreciate his work yeah. i really like his new stuff that he just dropped especially like that 3am with ty yeah. that was sick and i know that yeah. he's done like most of the project projects on his own so his work ethic is nuts yeah, next yeah. Level. his writing is great the lyrics are like the melodies and lyrics are great but i just i'm just well, i never really got into him this so i want to touch just on honest, real quick honestly. you don't have to get into him yeah but um I wasn't really into him at first as well. I actually didn't really like him at first. Um, the only time I really got onto him was when I watched a podcast with him and Joe Budden. I highly recommend it. You oh, guys I love Joe Budden. I, I got inspired, mm. and I didn't. And I didn't. Um, I don't even make music, but I was inspired to like. Oh, I want to do something. And uh, the one thing I'm not bringing up Russ just because he is Italian from Sicily as well. I, I didn't make hey. the connection there. I'm just saying. What do you I'm mean? Saying. But like, <laughs> my God, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring it just coincidentally but like i'm just saying like you have like a similar cadence to him like when he speaks so it just it just i was like oh yeah russ he's cool but the thing is with work ethic with russ that really stood out um this guy's he's a he's a his work ethic is is second to none in terms of one thing that he did that really um sprung out to me and i feel like it was similar to your situation when russ knew he had a bunch of singles he knew like these were gems and he had that same exact that same exact excitement that was like i want to put it out because you know you got you know when you got something you, we, we've all been there right it's like fuck, i've got something you just want to push it out the gate straight away but then there's also that that um that force of you trying to hold back as well it's like wait wait and that may have been like maybe i want to get rainy into it. maybe i want to add a bit more it could be a bit better so you're like doing this half balance type thing and you get to that point like i want to share this story with with russ apparently some of his top singles that were like charting same scenario he had those songs made two years ago completed fully completed but he waited a year because he said wait 
like what, what what's the what's the what's the hurry what's the the rush like i know i've got something here i'm gonna hold on to it and in in between that he dropped a few more things and his work ethic is insane how he started was dropping mixtapes every month so imagine 12 months in a year every month he drops a mixtape 10 tracks he saw a trend that all 10 tracks the top song would always be the first song why is that it's purely because that's what you look at and it'll just it'll start getting lower towards the bottom he's like why am I putting so much effort into doing these fucking full compilations? I can't make a mixtape in a year, bro. This guy's doing it every month. So he, checked, he changed up his whole thing. He's like, look, let me work smarter. He does one album, maybe 12 tracks. Now his mindset is let's, I'm going to drop a track a fucking month instead of an album. Because if the first one's just going to get the hits anyway, that's the one with the attention. Why am I wasting all this energy and all this other content? Mm. So what... That, that, that was his trend and how he got the consistency. And the same thing with you guys, what you're mentioning is like um, the whole build up your content first, then you then you, you think of a plan, then have a rollout. Like uh, just so it's not like you put it out and then like, oh, I got nothing. I'll be back in like five months or something, mm. something crazy like that. And one thing like um, I always preach, I always try and push to my mates, especially like in our circle as well. Like you got this piece of content here, and I'm, this is why I asked the question because I was wondering like if you guys maybe considered this or you're already doing it. But the way to look at content is sometimes people drop a single and then they think they already think about the next single, but then you then you sort of forget there's so much you can push out of this one piece of content. Like this thing is fucking gold. This is original. This is yours, original. And so many times things get thrown out there. Yeah, it's just like there it is, next one before it gets traction. There's this thing, there's this um, YouTuber, I'll, I'll share it with you guys later. His name's Damien Keys, and I, I follow this guy religiously because um, what he does, what he always promotes and challenges his people with is like, you get one piece of content and he'll say like, I can give you 20 pieces of content from this. Like he'll squeeze 20 pieces. Like you can make 20 releases for this one song. And it just like, it's this is the, the this is the creative part, man. This is like where the artistry comes. That's almost a challenge, right? Like, are your minds like buzzing right now? Like, fuck, I never thought about that. Maybe I can like, what else can we do with this? And like, just off the top, like an acoustic version on YouTube, a video, mm. maybe a live performance video, maybe a write-up. Like, you know, this stuff you guys are talking about? What about a fucking blog with, with an interview? And you guys talk about the fucking process, how you guys met, maybe a lyrical breakdown where it has the insights of you talking. Maybe a fucking interview where literally they they drop like a bar or, or a, a line that you guys. Remy's like, yeah, at the time I was thinking this, and it's sort of just this one piece of content. You're working a bit smarter in the sense, like, fuck, now I've got to think of another song because making a song is hard. It's very underrated to make a very good song. If like if you can agree, like some people can put put out songs, but to really make a good song, we all know it takes a lot of effort. Like sometimes it's catching that lightning in a bottle. Like it just happened to be like oh yeah, this is good. And that synergy happens. But I think a lot of um, artists sometimes tend to forget like there's so much you can make out of that um, that one piece. Mm. And I was just like, thinking, like, have you guys ever thought of that? Or like, is there anything coming like in terms of the rollout or... I l- Sorry, I just went on a fucking. I, I like. I, like, <laughs> I, 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 I get fucking passionate about this shit, bro. I'm too much. Say it again. I, I lost you at Russ. 
I like how I like how it turned into. Dude, Russ was there. He's like, I'm done. I've loved Russ. 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 I like how this turned into a production meeting for you guys. As and well. I love like, Russ. This is now like into no, no, because I fucking so no, no, because fucking Ru- like I tell you now, I wasn't a big fan of Russ, but like his work ethic is what I love about him. Yeah. Like he fucking he fucking played the system. And he was scrapping you. If you looked at it, it's like, all right, shit. it's different now. It's pretty much the same shit you guys are saying in that sense. I just sort of added on, like yeah. you know, yeah. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just sort of. Here's another perspective kind of thing. So I guess um, I guess to rephrase Nats anyway. Nats's um question is like um have you guys thought about more content around this song? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes. We definitely have. We definitely 100%. have. Yeah, that's yeah. why um, these guys are here. They're promoting we, the song uh, the podcast. So that's it, man. That's already one piece of that's, content. That's right phase there. one, bro. That's phase one. Now, look, we had we had a couple of ideas in mind. Um and it's a lot a lot of it was sort of sitting on sitting on the idea waiting a couple of days and sort of really trying to think about it over a little bit of time so you know everyone thinks in different ways and and like different places too like you might just have your best thoughts in the shower when you're just having a shower you might have like you know just before you fall asleep or whatever who knows but like say with even even just like something as small and simple as the artwork of Mm. the actual single yeah that for us was like i'm a month or three weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. So it was Just a lot of back, back and, and forth, forth with us, and we was like, okay, this looks like the one. Let's sit on it for a couple of days. Yeah, it's see always what we think. And we kept saying the same thing over and over, and that's that's where we ended up with what we have now. Mm. Um, on top of that, you know, there's like all sorts of things like promo videos, um, music videos, hey. um, sort of like really trying to trying to gauge like what's trending on social media, like mm. say TikTok and all that stuff, like. You know, we're we're, yeah. we're really looking to like trying to get people like say people I know, mm. um, who who do TikTok dances and all that stuff. Granny's like, got an OnlyFans going. Hey, oh yeah, hey. <laughs> OnlyFans. That's, the one, That's the one. It's it's check it out, bro. So. Renny Pimp. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Look, it's yeah. all sorts of social media, and we're just trying to tap in to you know make sure that we're getting to every sort of market that we can. Um, you know, even like, say for example, like different different music listeners who listen to EDM, for example, we got yep. we got people who yeah. listen to EDM, but also might just like this song because it sounds good. Get an EDM remix. Yeah, not like yeah. closing off any um, options. Any options? Yeah. Mm. Not saying like this mm. is just R and B, so only R and B people are going to listen to it. Only these people are going to like it. You never know. It could be like you could make someone like r&b from listening to your song you know mm. but like there's things like a remix maybe in the works a bunch of uh sydney artists to jump on you know um and different ideas like we've had i've tried to organize like little videos here and there and just stuff's falling through but it's been a constant constant thing especially just before we released like for like three weeks i didn't stop i was like i need this i need that i need this talking to videographers talking to this talking to people with fashion um just everything mm. just trying to get as much as i can and it's always like i said it's like nose 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 so you do get burned out a little bit but it's all about sitting back and just like okay what's next yeah what's next so um i think we're just gonna let this this one ride for a month see what the numbers do yep see how um people perceive it and then figure out from there yeah and another what's thing, going on there's, there's things that you can't control like like you could leave the song in a month and then next year the 
the listeners start coming in and then that's when yeah. another wave of people come through and then the song kind of builds a more attention yeah. that kind of happens to a lot of artists like you know, like they make a song probably like from three years ago and then three years later they have a second wave of of it popping and the good thing about being an independent artist and owning your own shit is that you don't have people breathing down your neck giving you deadlines and mm. you get to control that and give that give yeah. it your thoughts and continually just being more creative to create more ways to um, show people your track. Exactly. And you don't have to get that clearance mm. of the creativity because like yeah. if you're with a label, they own what 50% of your master. So you're always going to be like, this is what I want to do. And they're like, no, no, this is what we should do. Yeah. So I can, someone can come and say, can I use your track for a video that I want to do? I'm like, yeah, fuck, use it. I don't want to say no. Yeah. Every opportunity is a like, chance that's to an, give exactly. more ears onto your product. Mm. Exactly. Like say if a, a if popular TV show or web series want to use your track, yeah. that gives you a way different audience than you did last year. Yeah. So. And definitely if it fits in your brand as well, like just jump at it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people that will be like, no, yeah. closed off from that. And I think like any opportunity is good. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't, Absolutely. once you stop promoting your song, don't think of it as that's the only, that'll be the last time you hear from it. Yeah. I'm moving on to every, another thing because it'll pop up again. Like, that's the best thing about music and original music that's, as well. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. One of the interesting things is once you've already released a song, you've listened to this like four hundred thousand times before mm. other anyone else, right? Mm. So for you, it's old. So you like get over it. You're like, oh, it's old now. Especially if you try to push it for like, mm. six months, you're like, okay, what's next? It's old now. Mm. But there'll always be someone that hasn't heard it, so it's new to them. There's mm. always a new right? first impression. And I, I want to take a moment to. We, we always. Yeah, I was gonna say like let's let's take a moment to like listen to it for the four hundred and yeah thousandth first time. Yes, <laughs> well, yeah. let's 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 play the track real quick. Yeah, throw that on, and then we'll 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 jump back into the interview. Um, but let's let's all have a listen to if I remember the and the thing again. W M Y F G. Well, yeah. Yeah, it has that like that nineties like drum beat. Recognize your vibe. Sing it, bro. Sing it. Oh no. Bro. Keep going. As fat like she from Havana. We hit up El Camino for some Mexicana. Says she wants some margaritas with a side of Melly. Mommy and me and my feelings heavy. Oh, did I forget to mention? Back at the crib, I'ma have you dripping. Don Corleone, I relieve your stresses. I know I've been the drug that you're missing, baby. Girl, when we make good love all night. And you write it, I might have you feeling alright. Deep inside it, Exclusive. on the sheets while I eat you right. Say you wanna bring a friend, I could call Renny, maybe he could slide through. Let's go! Hey, girl, I'm here, it's no obligation that you want it, baby. I take care of all your frustrations. Uh-huh. I recognize uh-huh. your vibe, work you out all night. I just wanna make Ooh. you feel good. Yeah. Now Ooh. I've been on the southeast shit, and I'ma fly you 
so I can put in work on that body. Oh, it's so exotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Simph about to write up a thesis. Yes. I play the head game. You think I was a genius? Ooh. I'll leave you laying on the bed, speechless. Let's go. Just linked up with Melly Peep. This. Won't you break it down for me tonight? I'll slip the 90s right between your thighs. Let's go. That's hard. That's hard. I know. Ready, go deep like the name. Don't you ever forget that for you I'm a touchdown safely uh, Let's let it rock, let oh. it rock hey. I want to make you feel Say good Smoke you already Exclusive Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive Rennie and Melchior Singing their latest track W-M-Y-F-G I need to hey. <laughs> I want to make you feel good I, I always have to have trouble remembering the abbreviation, but so if you need to put some nineties between someone's thighs, <laughs> you know, going deep like the, the line is the best. That's the line, bro. The line is the Listen best. to this song. I, know, I was like, find it on Spotify. Find it on anything that you listen to your music to, Back and to hopefully band. we get more content from it. Hopefully you get a music video from yeah. it. Let's just keep Yo. this thing going. This is that was amazing, guys. Track, that was like impromptu performance. That's- yeah, sorry. Rennie and Melchior. That, <laughs> don't apologize, man. That was amazing. That was amazing. Um, that's, wow. That's deep like the Navy. <laughs> deep like the Navy. Absolutely. I caught it, bro. I caught it, man. Um, I was like, damn. Rennie going in. He's going in. <laughs> and, I, and like... I love it, man. Like, like, um, like Nats was saying earlier, um, you guys have dropped so much gems. Like so many gems on this episode. Um, I feel like the, the listeners have gotten a lot of insight into the creation and the release of a song um, just from this particular interview. But what is one thing that you, uh, each of you would say um, is the biggest thing, like biggest piece of advice that you would give to someone when trying to like release a song? or Like what have you learned in this entire process that you would give advice to someone? Well, first of all, like, thank you so much, guys. Um, it's a blessing to be here for the second time. You know what it's called? Seriously, man, like, uh, this is this is so nice to be able to sort of, like, really flesh things out, you know, especially, like, with, with this particular project. And, like, man, you yeah. guys you guys bring a whole different angle from, like, I can't even predict what kind of questions you guys are going to ask. Mm. That's the best part about this. Um, throughout the process, in terms of, like, what kind of advice I would give to someone is really understand how or try your best to understand how the music industry works. It doesn't, it's not, like like Melchior said, it's not the way that it used to be. People consume music differently now. Um, you've got to think about lifestyle. You've got to think about accessibility. Um, you know, how much time people have on their hands, you know? And we, we really only get to sort of capture a small moment of someone's time each day. And you've got to try and sort of really be able to penetrate that deep like, like the, the navy. navy like the navy like the you know you're gonna you're gonna really try and 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 Go make that the deep ocean that's it bro you're gonna make that mark swim bro. right in swim right in like yeah, real wet like when melly made it bro like just right, right in, in there in. look <laughs> man like the navy. So right look <laughs> you gotta really try your best to make your mark in the time that these guys have in their day and you know it's it's hard nowadays especially if everyone's working all the time and everyone's got weird schedules and stuff but yeah really try and do your best to do research in in you know how you're going to release things because you can't just release something and all of a sudden get you know 
millions of hits unless you just yeah. go viral by you know it's a slim chance. by coincidence yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a very slim chance oh, so like, don't exactly. don't don't disappoint yourself by doing that you know it's it's something that i've really learned over the years and i guess in a way you know I, i've i've taken my time the past six years have been me experimenting on how to sort of release projects when and things mm. and now i feel like i've gained a lot more clarity after dropping this single yep. that's my piece of advice nice how about you Melly? yeah i think just a recap of what Ronnie's saying like it's so fast paced now so you really have to ensure that you've got something that is catchy enough that will grab people in um and i think also just be patient be patient with yourself be patient with everything and there's always learning experience right yep. so every day you're learning something different you always want to try uh, just for me like i always want to try and improve on myself somehow mm-hmm. even if it's just minuscule but it's something that i've done so like patience is key especially when it comes to finding out who you are as an artist yourself finding out what sound works best for you and it's trial and error and it's just on and on and off and on and in, you might be off for that long that one day it just clicks and that's it and you know but just be patient with yourself don't get disappointed or disheartened and and that's i think one of the biggest keys where people sort of think shit things aren't happening for me i've done this for so long blah blah, blah. but just try and tweak it to where it's a touch different mm. and that might open up something else i like yeah. it i like it a lot mm. So many gems. So many gems. gems. So many gems I want to sidetrack from the gems and end this podcast on a very super light note. And we got we got you guys, the the R&B smooth talkers. <laughs> I want to take it back to when people back in the days used to have voicemails with R&B music and they would hey. put their voice on. I was looking at that today. <laughs> and then how they just they would just seduce, but at the same time be like, "You missed the call." Like. Yeah. Leave a message after the beep. Yeah. So I want I want to I want to get used to to actually I want Don to be on this too because he's a singer <laughs> as well. I want you guys to I'm going to play a song. Yeah. Everyone knows this song. And then I want you guys to uh, we'll start off with Melly yeah. to leave like give a voicemail message to the people that missed your call, uh, okay? And you have to be really 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 seductive give a, give your best lines out just just do you bro you do, uh, do just you, okay. we'll just see what you. comes out right, so, ready? <laughs> so ring 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 i missed the call and here we go <laughs> yo it's melly i'm sorry that i missed your call today but i promise you call me back girl we're gonna have a great time together. Cause close your eyes, make a wish, and blow out the candlelight. And I'll be there for you, baby. Always. Love. <laughs> Woo! All right, all right, all right. I like that. I like that. Okay, we started so off real slow. The temperature, the temperature just went straight up, anyway, man. <laughs> all right, so. Rennie, it's your oh turn. My. So I'm gonna give you the same song. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see what you come up with, okay? And ring, 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 ring. Oh damn it! I missed the call. <laughs> it was good, pumpkin spice. 
I'm so sorry that I missed your call. I was just on my way home picking up some cheese fondue for two. Get them strawberries involved too, baby. I got that ice cream. And I just want you to do one thing. I don't even need to sing it because I know you. I know you're ready for me. Put on those beautiful, beautiful two piece right there, waiting for me in the bed that I gave, that I, that I bought for you. I know you like that shit, baby. Call me 1 800. Just call me. 905. She just called Only fans. So, I want to know, like, if your mum called you and missed. That was the voicemail? Like, what? <laughs> all right <laughs> all right how do i follow that <laughs> how do i follow either of those like right, don so <clears throat> i'll play the song yeah right. don all right ring 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 <laughs> <laughs> i could have fucked with this one <laughs> 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 um, oh my god, I'm joking. I'll put you off. All right, here we go. Oh, man. That was so good. All right. <clears throat> hey. Hold up. Um, you've reached the voicemail of Don Doing Stuff. What's doing, girl? Um, you know what to do. Just leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. In the meantime, listen to the boy. <laughs> I don't know, man. You missed it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was waiting for I'm the sorry. music to dim I'm down. Sorry, I'm, and sorry. I was like, I'm sorry. I was waiting for you to go, you know, what's doing? Next thing is going to be me. <laughs> you, sh- you had that, man. Yeah. That was in the bag. The I, I, yeah. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunities, absolutely. <laughs> uh, all right, Nats. <laughs> I mean... I mean, again, I, I don't know how I could have followed the Yo. two of you guys. Um, no idea what I was saying. But um, <laughs> but listen, to all of the listeners out there, if you guys want uh, voicemails, like recorded, personalized voicemails from either Rennie or Melchior. Buck uh, 50. Yeah. yeah. Well <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Jackie. Jackie. Or even me, if, you, if that's what you want. Or even Nats or Raf, hit us up, slide into our DMs. Yeah, boy. And we, we can, you know, Will definitely make you feel good. Ooh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love that. So, where can they find the song? Yo, you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to make you feel good is on um, all platforms, all DSPs, wherever, Beautiful. wherever you feel like most comfy, yeah, whatever your vice is, anywhere. Where can they find you guys? Legit. Yo. Do you want to go first? Yeah, you can find me in the southwest, hey. but on social media you can find me Deep like at midnight so that's M I D K N I G H T dot R E double N Y. Nice. And you got me. I'm Melchior. I M M E L K I O R. That's my Insta. But if you put in that on Facebook, Twitter, you'll find me anywhere. So, love it. All over the gram, though. Love it. Amazing. All right. Nice. Cool. All right. I think we'll just skip this Chico to Stash part. It's just I think the episode's gone. Yeah, I think all good. But like, yeah. oh, thank you guys so much for, like for yeah for being on the episode. Um, Thanks, guys. And sharing sharing with us your your the process to creating the song, yeah. insight into like the release of the song. I, I feel like 
um, the, our listeners out there would have gotten so again so many gems out of this so Sweet. much knowledge um, congratulations on the release and we're thank looking you. forward to like more projects from you guys yeah thanks so much for having me and Rennie and, and bringing us on the cheat coders that was amazing of you guys to sneak us in like that because um, this was like really last second for me yeah. I had no idea no, thank like, you for that it was um, so much easier we planned this we planned this for no you did I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do what they do, not what I do. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate you coming on and letting us share your platform. Just talk and chop it up, you know, about everything. And it's like been the first time first me and Randy has sat down and actually discussed mm. any of this stuff yeah. about the track. So it's been good. Love it. It's All right. Good. Where can I find you, Don? Um, quick plug. Uh, at Don Doing Stuff on Instagram. I'm on TikTok as well. I haven't used it in a while, but at Don Doing Stuff on TikTok. Don Doing Stuff uh, dot online. If you type that into your uh, into the address bar, you'll find my website and check me out there. Hit me up. Let's make some music. I'm feel inspired. Let's make some damn music. Let's do this. Let's do it. How about you, Nats? Where can they find it, you? Do it, bro. Nats blazing on everything. Love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Joe Button. <laughs> on everything. Okay, and you can find me. You can find me at rapflores.com. Anything to do with your visual representation of your brand. Just slide in my DMs or send me an email. Info at rapflores.com. We could do a music video. We could do a corporate video, a yeah. wedding, or even an OnlyFans. Yeah. It's totally up to you. Because you know, I never do this thing. I never did do, what I don't Close do. Because I leave them open, <laughs> so I can see you <laughs> in the video. The I never blow out the candlelight because I like to keep it lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lit, baby. I'm lit. I'm <laughs> so screaming at him. I'm lit. <laughs> All right, so you have listened to another episode of, of the Cheat Coder. You know, boy. Uh, Ha <laughs> ha